Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast workshop. This is Jen Lynn. Um, so this is part two of the, um, yeah, this is part two of the workshop. I just realized the way that I wrote it, um, it's not exactly the way that I explained it in the last part of the workshop, but it's all going to come out in the wash, I think anyway. Um, so part two, you can kind of structure your page, whatever, however seems right for you. And, um, I did these in a little bit different order than I, um, that I'm going to talk about them in, but I think it's all, I think it's all good. So, um, this may at first seem like I'm asking the same question just in a different way, but it's really, it really is two different questions. And, you know, we all have that word that we use the should word. Um, so one of the things I learned with Noom mood is that when you say should, um, you need to change it and you need to ask yourself two questions, which is, do I want to do it? And do I need to do it? And if you want to do it, then you should schedule time for it. If you need to do it, then you should just stop worrying about it and just go do it because you said you need to. So, but we shouldn't, we should not should. It shouldn't be like, I should clean the kitchen. Do you want to clean the kitchen? No, nobody ever wants to clean their kitchen. Do you need to clean the kitchen? Well, yeah, because I don't want CBS to come take my kids and it's getting pretty nasty. Um, so like, there you go. Um, but this is a little bit different. So I'm asking two questions and I just want you to start a list. You can come back to the list and add more to it, but we're just going to start a list. So the first question or the first heading of your list and just give yourself, I would say, give yourself like just a few, a few spaces. Oh my gosh. Cause we want to prioritize. We want to prioritize here. We don't want to write everything under the sun. So this is the first heading things I don't make time for things I don't make time for, but want to do. So these are things that you don't make time for, but they are things that you want to do. Example from my list, journal, read planner slash goals, like actually make time to work on those things, exercise, and then like I said, leave yourself some room to add things because later on I said declutter. So once again, that list says things I don't make time for, but I want to do. Okay. And then the second list that you're going to make is <laughs> things I need to do. So you actually need to do them either like for cleanliness or for mental, physical, whatever, self-care, help. Um, so things I need to do, but don't like spending time on. Things you need to do, but you don't like spending time on. So these are kind of like, both of these lists really are non-negotiable. But a lot of people might think the second list is more non-negotiable, but I would say they're each kind of that way. And I only have two things on this list. One is cleaning. The other one is laundry. 
which in a way is just the same thing as the first one because it's just cleaning your clothes. But, um, yeah. Um, so they're also both things that I do, but I just don't like to do them. And one of the ways that I've been working on this in particular is by saying, you know, when I, like what I've been telling myself lately when I'm doing something that I don't want to do is I say to myself, it's totally fine. I'm like validating my feelings. It's totally fine to not want to do this. Like, it's totally fine that you don't like it, but you have to do it. Like sometimes we have to do things that we don't like. It's the same way that I would speak to my children. So I guess I just need to start speaking to myself. I guess I'm kind of like reparenting myself in a way. Um, okay. So this is where I want you to take a minute to think about the thing that you ended the last workshop section with. And this is part two, by the way. So write part two somewhere. Um, so make yourself another area where you talk about resistance to what is the thing that you have the most resistance to the thing that you kind of want to do. It may not necessarily be under your list that we just made. This is all just like brainstorming type stuff. Um, so what mine says is resistance to my dream day, month, life. So every time I have one of those exercises where I'm supposed to write what would my dream day or my dream month or my dream year, dream life look like, I always have a lot of resistance to that. So what I did was I made that into a, like a question or a column. And I just said, I wrote, I like wrote down my, um, my thoughts, like my thought, um, process or whatever. And I said, um, I don't follow plans. I don't want a robot life. I like surprises and something will mess it up. Seems like every time I try to plan something out, I can't ever really have things the way that I want because there's always some outside force that messes them up. But you know what the truth is about that? I mean, occasionally there are some things like that that happen. But you know what? The last two days I've been able to get up before my daughter. I'm not, I'm off of work. So like I thought, oh, I'm not going to have any time to myself because I'm going to have my baby here with me. I've had two mornings in a row where I could do whatever I wanted. So like if my perfect day was to like, do yoga or whatever. I could have done that, but I chose not to. I did other things. This whole thing is like yesterday I did church today. I'm doing this. Both are things that I really want to do. And I've started thinking like I've changed my thinking a lot with some of these things to be like, what, like, this is actually what I want to be doing right now. And I have the time to do it. And I don't really have anything like, I don't really have anything else that I need to be doing. So what's wrong with exactly what I'm doing? And the answer is nothing. And the answer is in a way like I'm doing my perfect life right now, but I just keep thinking that I'm, oh, well, I, you know, I should be going out and, and rolling around in the morning dew and, you know, like meditating on a cushion on a mountain in a, I don't know, like I'm coming up with stupid stuff, but like perfect doesn't have to be like what you see in a magazine or a, yoga journal video. Like it can just be like what you want to do and taking some time to do 
whatever you want to do. Um, and then when you get finished and you're like, oh, but it wasn't perfect. I wasn't like doing downward dog and um, being really flexible. And I, I don't know why all the things I'm coming up with are like yoga things, but I'm just like, it's just like that, that picture you always see the woman with the perfect messy bun with the yoga mat strapped on her back and uh with a latte and mountain pose or I don't know anyway tree pose (laughs) okay so moving on so just yeah like have a little space where you write about what you have resistance to and if you need to pause for any of these that we've just talked about the things you don't make time for but want to do the things you need to do but don't like spending time on and then the thing that you have the most resistance towards. Now, I'm just going to tell you this next exercise. I'm going to tell you what I did and I'm trying to do like a little bit of in-between talking so you can pause this as you need without me just stopping and having dead air because I know some people are probably just listening and I always feel really weird when I'm just sitting there silent. So anyway, that would, see, I just gave you a great amount of time to pause if you needed to. So I'm going to tell you how I structured this next activity. And you, if you have the same issue as me, you can do something similar or you can um, customize it to your thing that you have resistance with. Um, but once again, with my resistance thing, I saw don't follow plans. I see... Um, you know, like something messing it up. So it all has to do with like, for me, I think it has to do with uncertainty. And anyway, so I did this thing about my unstructured free time because I'm very protective of my free time. I'm also like very defensive of it. So for example, if like sometimes I get upset if I thought I was going to have a bunch of free time and I don't. So for example, I actually, that's what I did. I wrote a couple of scenarios down where my unstructured free time was imposed on. And then what was I, why was I so upset? Like, what was I going to be doing instead? And the results are underwhelming. So I said, okay, the kids have to come home two hours early. I'm upset about losing me time because... I planned to dot, dot, dot. These are the things I wrote. Journal. Watch a sermon. Watch a video. Okay, every single one of those things I can do when my kids are here. I've done those things when my kids are here before. They may not be completely uninterrupted, but it's so weird too because like I, I like my kids to be home. Like I prefer for my kids to be here. But for some reason, when I was expecting that they wouldn't be, and then they are, I think I have this thing with like, I really like my routine or whatever to be like, I don't like my, the, the idea, especially since it's kind of like, I don't really get that time a lot. You know, it's like less often than I think. Anyway, so I have 15 minutes between, this is another unstructured. So this was like on me. So like that one was on like their dad having to bring them home early or whatever. This one's on me though. Oh, sorry. I've got to stretch. (laughs) I have 15 minutes between getting home 
and the kids either getting picked up or, you know, like whatever we're about to go do. I choose to dot, 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 watch a video, work on planner. Most likely I would just watch videos. That's really what I typically do. But I have worked on my planner before where they were around. So the whole thing here is like, well, the 15 minute thing, I was kind of thinking like, you know, that is definitely a place where I could, um, I could use little bits of time like that, but I, a lot of times, so what I'm, what I'm looking at here is just my mindset about it. In the first scenario, the mindset is blocked because I'm thinking that them coming home has any effect on what I choose to do. That is a big insight. Whatever the circumstances, my actions are not controlled by my circumstances. My actions are controlled by what I decide and what I physically get up and do. So them coming home has nothing to do with it. And then the second part, um, this is a place where I have a block of time. Think about a 15 minute block of time like that is like, if I've just come home and I have 15 minutes before they're going, especially with my two year old, like usually when we first get home, that's the time where she will just go off and start playing with toys and stuff because she hasn't been here. So it's kind of like, oh, it's all new again. So it really doesn't make sense whenever um, I allow that kind of stuff to. um, Oh, I just realized my mom was trying to call me a little while ago. Um, That is why my, oh crap, that's why the thing went off. So I bet I missed a lot more than I thought I did. Ah, crap, that sucks. Um, I'm going to have to go back and see because that would have been several minutes of um, uh, that's aggravating. I've been several minutes of the phone ringing. Anyway, sorry. Okay. So the next thing that I did here is I want to say like, okay, so this is all like fine, whatever and practice and theory and everything else. But what, let's, let's write down like an actual use of time. So because all this started with what happened on the weekend and my thought process and just the other stuff that I've been working on. It's like, what was my actual use of time on this last free weekend that I had? And I said, this is what I did. I cleaned the house. I wrapped presents. I did a video for my personality uh, thing that I'm going to do. Um, I moved furniture. I prepped for other projects. I planned for the weeks ahead. How I felt about what I did. So this is kind of important. So let me, I'm going to actually take the time and stop here. So think about a time when, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is like, think about a time when you actually did the thing that you're having resistance to well, because the only reason you would think that you could possibly do it well is if you have in the past done it well. So think about a time when you actually did, whether it was recent or not, and just write down a list of facts. What did you actually do? Not what you thought about it, not what you, whatever. What did you actually do? So pause until you do that list and then come back.
Okay. So now I want you to take that same list and see, just see what happens with this. Um, I want you to write, you can just do a really quick one. It's be like one little line where you say feelings and then another line where you say thoughts. And the first line is, how did you feel about what you did? Like the things on the list, how do you feel looking at that list of things being done? And you can pause here or you can keep listening and I will tell you what I wrote. So for my cleaning house, wrapping presents, video, moving furniture, prepping for other projects, planning for weeks ahead, I felt excited, proud, and accomplished. Okay? Then, how did my thoughts make me feel? So when I started thinking about it, thinking more about it, and you might have even done this as you were coming up with your list, your thoughts might have done this to you as well. Um, I felt down, inadequate, and lazy because the thoughts that I started having about what I did was what I said in the first part. Um, well, there's still more to do. Well, you know, now you have no time to yourself because it took so long to do all this stuff. And like, what is time to myself? Because the thing is, I pretty much always fill my free time. Like I fill my free time with something. So what exactly was I planning on um, doing or not doing or whatever? Um, that may not make sense. <laughs> but it's like the other day when I went to the absolute end of the time that I had cleaning my house. Like what was I wanting to do instead because what I probably would have done, let's say I finished half an hour early, I probably would have podcasted. It's probably what I would have done. And guess what? That's what I did anyway. With a little bit of time I had left, I did the weekend wrap up. Um, so then it's like, why am I getting upset? You know, like, why am I making all this wrong and stuff like that? So again, you can just look at this page and come up with any kind of insight that you might have. For instance, one of my insights was that the things under need to do, those are going to be some priorities for you. Like you don't like spending the time on it, but you need to do it. And then the stuff that you want to do. Well, this is your one and only life. It is your one and only life. So there should be a significant amount of your time spent doing things that you want to do because when else are you going to be able to do them? But you also want to feel good about it. So like if your house is completely trashed, like even if you do the things you want to do, I don't think you're going to enjoy them as much. So like we've got to get some kind of balance where it's like we do the things we need to do so that we can do the things that we want to do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in that order. You can sometimes do the things you want to do. But I know for me, I'm much happier. And I finally, I don't know if I talked about this on the other stuff, but I finally answered that question for my uh, Noom coach about what brings me peace. And I realized that when I'm productive, that that's when I feel the best. But I somehow prevent myself from being productive with all these different, like, oh, it's just going to get messy. Like, I think 
a huge insight that I had recently was seeing how messy my house got just from me. And I guess for my two-year-old, but like the amount of mess just from having groceries brought in the house. It's like, how does that make it so messy? It's just crazy. But anyway, all right. So this is going to be the end for part two. And oh, let me tell you a little bit about part three. What do I have so far for part three? Um, oh, you know what? I realized I actually did this out of order because I had part two. Oh, <laughs> I wrote part two in two different sections and I ran out of room in the column that was all the way to the right on my paper. So I wrote the rest of uh, part two to the left and I went from left to right. So I actually told you guys to do the last two parts first. That's why I was like, why did I do that? But yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, it worked out. Um, all right. So part three, we're actually going to do a thought dump on, we're going to do a positive and negative thought dump on stuff. And then we're going to see, we're going to kind of look at thought distortions there. And part four, it's going to be a little bit more like brainstorming. It's going to be brainstorming. And I'm going to tell you about that amazing insight that I had in my kitchen that gave me the whole thing to do this as a workshop. All right, guys, I'm going to end it here and uh, hope that you're already starting to kind of get some little insights of your own. I will talk to you guys soon.